guys, it's Beth Wee in the Koinonia Kitchen, and we're going to revisit the idea of settling for, ugh, just rolling off my tongue, it kind of makes me cringe. I had to settle for this. You know, someone I love is struggling because they feel they have to settle for something, and it's something important. For a number of reasons, the first choice is not going to be available. So they were counseled to make the next best choice. And so they did, and they settled. But now it appears the second choice might be out of reach. And this person I love is wrestling this resist with resistance is a better way to say it. He's wrestling with resistance. He's just resisting accepting that he has to choose again. You know, he, he says, I don't want to invest myself again, only to have my hopes dashed. And someone who loves him came up. It wasn't me, I promise. <laughs> someone who loves him said, it's in God's hands. Oh my gosh, I thought he was going to explode. You know, there's a certain insurance company that says, you're in good hands with, and they use their name. That's their logo. And the phrase it's in God's hands, has taken on so many meanings. Americans understand the slang meaning. You know, it's resting in the hands of another means that you'll be safe and protected, even when you're no longer in control of the outcome. I think that's what the mentor meant when he said it's in God's hands, but when it's something so important, it's so hard to hand the power off to another. But it comes down to this. Do you trust God? Some of you listening to me have your heads bobbing. You're saying, yeah, I trust God. And, and you're saying yes right away. Others want to like turn this podcast off and or at least, you know, switch to a different one. And go back to Facebook or TikTok where there's no big questions in life and you can just do mindless gazing. Still others are already emotionally signed off. They signed off as soon as I said the word powerless. Because they don't even want to consider that they don't have power in the big picture of life. And they don't really want to make the trek called life when they know there's going to be pain. They don't want to think that far ahead. So I want you to consider another question. What have you had to settle for in this life? Think about it. What have you settled for? Now with that in mind, which of those circumstances turned out to be the foundation of a better world for you, for your family, or for the entire family of man. <laughs> you know, let's take an example. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow it through to arrive at my hopeful endpoint so that settling for doesn't have that acrid flavor in your mouth when you have to say the words. You ready? Let's say you didn't get into the college of your dreams 
so you had to choose again. Oh, no, don't tell us. But your second choice was out of reach. Not because of your grades or your qualifications, but because of your finances. So you had to choose again. And you attended the University of Third Choice. And you were apprehensive at best. But then you began to make friends. It turns out one of the professors was the very person who sparked the fire of passion that gave you the idea of what you wanted to do for a career. You married a sweetheart you met six years after graduation. And the reason you met that sweetheart was because when you crossed paths, you were wearing a University of Third Choice t-shirt. And your spouse-to-be had an alumni sibling. Do you have kids? Well, if you do, they're a direct result of not getting into the college of your dreams at this point. And now this example could continue on and on, but you get the drift. In some cosmic realm, you were meant for that academic choice. Settling for turned out to be the bedrock of your highest good in life. Why do we call it settling for? Maybe that's the problem. I have to settle for it. Maybe we should rename it. We should euphemize it and give it a new term. We could call it being redirected by God. There's a verse that says all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purposes. All things? All things? Are you serious? Even the ones I have to settle for? Go figure. So, this is a short podcast, but I'm going to throw out a cheers to all the could-have-beens that turned into as it was meant to be's in our lives. The funniest part is that all we had to do to see them that way is to adjust our perspective. Be blessed. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.